As we begin this Easter season, we have cause for great joy, both in our experience of Easter Sunday, the sacrifice of our Lord, and the redemption of our own sins through his sacrifice. But concretely speaking, I would like to just mention that before this Mass, Father and I had the opportunity to be with the RCIA folks who have just come into the church on Easter. And it is such a joy to see how God is working in their lives, to see how God is still calling people to his church. However, I think there are times where we have a hard time seeing that joy, the joy of the gospel. I know that this can be the same in my own life as well. There have been times, like back in September when my grandmother passed away, where it was a little harder to see the joy of things. And I'm sure that each and every one of you have had a similar experience somewhere along the way. Our lives as disciples are not easy. Whether something has happened in your own life, a friend or family member has passed away, your health may not be quite what you would like, maybe work is not going well, so on and so forth. We have these difficulties in our lives. But what is it that we are to do to bring the joy of the gospel into those things? How are we to maintain this joy of Easter throughout our lives? I think this is why Thomas is so relatable, because this is exactly what Thomas is struggling with in our gospel today. Thomas comes in and is very clearly struggling after the death of Christ. And I think that in and of itself is so relatable. He's going through something difficult, but what does he do in the face of that difficulty? That's what I would like to think about. Because in the midst of our hard times, what do we do? To whom do we turn? Because God is always offering help if we can see it. We see two major groups that come to the aid of Thomas, both Christ himself and his brother and sister apostles, those in the early community. So may I ask two questions? Do I listen to God when I am hurting? Do I listen to him speaking through others? Because it can be so easy when things are not going well for us to neglect our prayer or to turn in on ourselves. But first and foremost, our faith turns us outward it draws us to helping other people. And so we have to listen to the promptings of God through our prayer and through other people. So often God speaks to us through those around us. The words of our family members, the words of our coworkers, the words of those we interact with are very often the ways that God affirms us in what we are doing. Those affirmations are things that can be small, but if we are on the lookout for them, we can really feel God's consolation. Because if we look at Thomas, what might have happened if Thomas had been receptive to the words of the early church? They came to him with great joy, the message of the gospel, to say that Christ had risen, Christ is here with us. And in his own difficult times, he understandably doesn't receive that message. However, we have the opportunity to go one step farther, to listen to the word of God in our church community, in our families, and in our local community. 
So do we accept this help? Do we recognize the help? Because I think sometimes we want to do things by ourselves. I know that's the inclination that I have when I'm struggling with something. I want to try to do things by my own power and say, I'll just work through it. But so often what I come to realize is that it's God's help that I need. It is God's help that we need in those moments. To say, we don't have to do things on our own. We have the joy of the gospel. We have the community around us building us up. And of course, Christ is always with us. So what action ought we do? How do we go forward to, to live in a way that, to learn the lesson that Thomas learns in today's gospel, to learn that both Christ and the community are always there to support us? I think first and foremost, we need to be honest in our prayer, that we need to spend that time with the Lord attuning our ability to listen to him. And it is such a gradual journey. I know over the course of my time in the seminary, it, this is something that I've learned bit by bit, and I'm continuing to learn, that it's not always easy to sit in the presence of the Lord and hear what he is genuinely saying. Sometimes I want to hear what I'm thinking. But over time, with that consistency in prayer, with that desire to hear what the Lord is saying, an honest prayer, saying what is honestly on my heart, we can all become better at listening to what, the God, what God is trying to tell us. And secondly, accepting good advice, accepting the support and the affirmations that come from our brothers and sisters, because so often it is just a soft, subtle word of God speaking to us through our brothers and sisters. So may God bless each and every one of us, and may we continue to live in the joy of the gospel, that we may never be separated from God, that we may always keep our trust in him in all these things.